Holy Spirit. Amen. So, uh, this is not anything new that you haven't heard before, but as Chaldeans, we're very, very particular about how our houses look. Right, mothers? It's almost your number one priority, and it's a beautiful thing that we're very particular about our homes, how they look physically, right? We're always making sure that we don't allow dishes overnight. God forbid that's a mortal sin for a Chaldean mother. Leave dishes in the sink overnight. That's a a big no-no. We vacuum rooms in our houses that nobody has walked in or seen or even any footprints in months, but we vacuum those rooms every single week as if we've had visitors in those rooms. Our floors are always sparkling. They're mopped. Barely any trace of any dust anywhere to be seen in our homes. And this is something that we pride ourselves in, which is very, very beautiful. We're almost OCD as, as to how our, our houses look physically. But there is a particular weed, weed that grows inside of our homes that is poisoning our families. Again, physically our houses look very, very beautiful. But there's a weed that's growing that we're not aware of. And it is causing, our, uh, it's causing a lot of destruction in our families. And so uh, we have to be attentive to this weed. A farmer doesn't leave weeds in his farm and doesn't leave them in his field because weeds are very dangerous. And so we too have to be attentive to what's going on. We have to be attentive to this specific weed that I'm talking about. When it's planted, who it's planted by. And we're told in the gospel, while everyone was asleep, the enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat and went off. So this particular weed that I'm talking about today is a very poisonous weed. We have fallen asleep to it, and it comes from the evil one. And this weed that I'm talking about today is called nomophobia. So let me explain that. According to psychologists, nomophobia is the fear of being without our cell phones, which has led destruction and chaos in our families. It's a type of smartphone addiction, this nomophobia. It's a type of addiction, and it's a weed. Today, Jesus talks about weeds. He talks about wheat. Wheat are good things. Wheat is necessary. It's it's grain. It provides for food. But weeds are very bad, like I said. And Jesus is trying to differentiate that there is good things and there are bad things. There is weeds, which are bad, and wheat, which are good. The cell phone in itself is a wheat. It's good. It helps us remain productive. We stay in communication with other people. There's a lot of things that we can do with our smartphones. So in itself, it's a wheat. It's a good thing. But it does become a poisonous weed, a bad thing, the amount of time we spend on it, and the, co- and the amount of evil that we can do through this tiny little device. This has become a poisonous weed in our households. And we're not even aware of it. Again, we have fallen asleep to what's happening. A study was done recently by a research firm, and it found this research firm found that the average person touched their smartphone over how many times? What do you guys think? Throw some numbers out there. How much? 100 more. More than 1,000. Not a million. Okay, that's too much. Whoever said that, your parents better talk to you. You need to take your, your cell phone taken away from you. 2,600 times. The average person, that's the average person, that's you and I. Now think about the person who, and that number, they said that 10% of population exceeds that number by double, over 5,000 times. So the average person, you and I, 
I consider myself average, maybe I can be a little bit extreme sometimes, but I try not to allow it to control me. 2,600 times we touch our devices, our smartphones. This is what this means, right? And what does that include? It includes typing, it includes tapping, it includes swiping, it includes just grabbing it. Studies have shown that we unlock our smartphone six to seven times an hour. An hour. What does this mean? Brothers and sisters, look at what's happening in our households. Look at this poisonous weed which is growing in our families. And this is what Satan wants. This is what the devil wants. When the farmer said, who did this? The farmer said, the evil one came at night while we were sleeping. And brothers and sisters, we have fallen asleep to this weed which is infiltrated into our families, into our households. 2,600 times per day. We're obsessed with seeing who texted us. We are obsessed with who's calling us and if we've missed a call, which is why we're constantly picking up our phones. We're obsessed with gaming on our smartphones. We become obsessed about all the different apps and we've all of a sudden, all of us are interested in, in uh, cryptocurrency and we're obsessed with stocks and we're involved in this and we're just constantly checking the stock market. We become obsessed with gambling on our smartphones. It's become easier than ever to just grab an app and to start looking at, a di at, at different types of whatever it may be, gambling, sports gambling. We have become obsessed with shopping on our smartphones. We become obsessed with sports apps on our smartphones. We become obsessed with our social media on our smartphones as well. We're obsessed. Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, fill in the blank. Again, in themselves, it's not a bad thing. They can be a wheat, social media, it's not a bad thing necessarily. But it becomes a weed, a poisonous weed. The amount of time I'm spending on my device and the evil that's coming from being on our cell phones. A poisonous weed. Our smartphones have given us access to hookup apps and sidelines where we can chat with people discreetly. Nobody will ever know. This smartphone has given us access to free sexual material, pornographic material, without everyone, anyone ever knowing. And this is a problem, brothers and sisters. Our houses must be, our houses are clean physically. Yes. But nomophobia, the fear of being without our smartphones, is a poisonous weed destroying our households and ruining our families. And we better wake up now, quickly, because we have fallen asleep, which is exactly what the enemy wants. The more time we're on our phones, the less time I have with humans. The less time husband and wife are going to spend with each other. The less time son and daughter are going to spend with each other. The less time siblings will spend with each other. The less time parent and children will spend together. The less face-to-face -face interactions. This is a problem. And it's a huge problem. And the less time we have for Jesus. And this is why it's quietly coming into our household and we don't even notice it's become the norm. 2,600 times a day. That's not normal. And we have no time for Jesus. People come to confession sometimes, Father, I don't pray often. I don't pray every day. Well, no wonder we don't pray every day. We have nomophobia. We're so attached and obsessed with our phones. And so as adults, we have to do two things to overcome nomophobia, obsession, ourselves, so we can teach our children and to teach our younger brothers and sisters. If this is a poisonous weed in our families, as adults, we're the rational ones, so we have to be the ones who say, okay, 
Well, I need to get this under control in my own household, mothers, fathers, so I can teach my kids. So it starts with us, adults. Two things we need to do. Number one, adults, mothers, fathers, older children in the family, those considered adults. We need limits and we need accountability. First, limits. To not set limits on this poisonous weed, which is trying to destroy my own personal life, is to say I'm not human. To not say, no, I won't grab my phone 2,600 times, 2, times a day and look at it and be obsessed with it and on this app and off that app and doing this and doing that, then I'm saying that I have no control. Animals don't have control. Animals can't choose. We are not animals. Jesus took on our nature, which is a human nature. Our nature has a divine nature attached to it because Jesus took it on. So to say, I have no control, then we cease to be human. We do have control, but we don't like control. We don't like limits, myself included. I'm not talking at you. I'm talking to myself as well. And so we don't want, we don't have to wait for Lent, right? We don't have to wait for Lent. We could set limits daily because brothers and sisters, we are followers of Jesus. We're not followers of celebrities on Instagram. And Jesus gives us the power to say, you will not control me. I will control you. You don't have power over me. I have power over you. So we need limits. All our phones have the option of turning off certain apps after a certain amount of time. When's the last time we actually confessed and said, you know what, mom, dad, wife, can you limit these apps after 10 o'clock? I should really get to sleep. We need to humble ourselves and we need to place limits. Again, all of our phones have this on there. Also during lunch, during dinner, during family time, we should be stacking our phones in the, in the middle. What is this? This isn't family time. We become obsessed. So number one, limits. Number two, accountability. Accountability. We do better as humans when we're accountable. When we're accountable to another person. If I'm the only one keeping myself accountable about how many times I grab my phone, touch my phone, I'm, who cares? I don't have any limits over myself and I don't have any accountability. I can't hold myself accountable. It doesn't work. And so we, get, we, we should be getting activity reports. We should be, on our activity reports, you know you can tell on your phone how much time we spend on our smartphones, on this poisonous weed. And that number should gradually be going down. Again, oftentimes we wait for Lent. We say during Lent, I'm going to get rid of social media. I'm going to do this. We don't have to get rid of it. We need limits. We need accountability. Another way of being accountable is to have a friend or a family member, maybe put in a four-digit code. So that way I don't have access to the app store, which causes me to sin. Which then could put a four-digit code and do my limit restrictions of adult life that I'm getting on. But again, we don't like restrictions. And we allow this poisonous weed, which is not meant to be a weed. It's meant to be a weed, the cell phone, the smartphone. To come into our families and destroy us. And again, another way to be accountable is to share our passcode as adults. To share our passcodes onto our phone and our passwords to everything on our phone with our spouse, especially. Oftentimes I hear, I don't have access to my husband's cell phone. I don't have access to my wife's cell phone. That's unex that's, that, there's no excuse for that. I'm sorry. 
Husbands, if you don't want to give your wives access to your phones, you're hiding something. Wives, if you don't want to give access to your cell phone and your text messages and your apps and everything, something shady is going on. I'm not calling anybody out. But we're a family and family talks. A church is an assembly of people. What are we hiding? And the more we keep things in the dark, the more the devil can work through that. Infidelity and other things start to happen. But there's no excuse. Oh, you don't trust me. No, 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 no. It's not about trust. I married you because I trust you. I don't trust other people. And I shouldn't trust you. You're a human person as you shouldn't trust me. I'm a human person. We are weak. We need accountability. So none of that you don't trust me. And so parents, this is for us. You are your children's parents. You are your children's parents. You are not your children's friend. And our children often give temper tantrums when it comes to their phones and their electronics and their devices. And we give in. And we just give it to them. With no restrictions. We have no restrictions. And we just give our little brothers and sisters cell phones. We got them the newest phones. And we just give it to them. And parents, no restrictions, no limits for our children on their cell phones. We would not give a child a loaded gun. We would not. And when we give this device to our children, our younger brothers and sisters with no limits, and no restrictions, it's, a, it's worse than a loaded gun. Parents, set limits on the amount of time your children are using their smartphones. The device is not their babysitter. You are. Parents, for the love of God, monitor what your children are looking at. Please, I hear their confessions. Parents, Snapchat is bad news for your children. It's snapped and it's gone in 30 seconds. You have no idea and there's no way for you to keep track of what they're looking at. And you may be mad at me, kids. But again, I'm not here to be your best friend. I'm here to be your spiritual father and I love you. And I have a responsibility to tell your parents what's going on. Parents, please monitor again what your children are looking at online. The first pornographic image that a child will see is nine years old. If you have somebody in your household that's a child that's nine years old or older, I hate to break it to you, they've probably seen something online that they should not have. And they're not going to come and tell you. Parents, do you know that there is predators out there on gaming devices and apps that are talking to your children, pretending that they're their age, but they're trying to set up gaming events? Here you go. Here's a loaded gun. And I'm not judging your parenting skills. We're on the same team. But this has become a poisonous device, poisoning our children who are so innocent, and it's stealing them of their innocence. And parents, please, for the love of God, please be on the same page when it comes to restrictions and limits with your children. One parent's trying to have limits and restrictions, and then they go to the other parent, the parent says, don't tell mom. We're on the same team. We need to protect our children from this poisonous weed 
which has come into our families and is destroying our children and our marriages and our relationships. And so parents, one last thing I'll say is that there is an app out there called The Bark, like Ruff Ruff, the dog, Ruff, The Bark app. And it monitors, because you're all very busy, what your children are looking at online, what text messages they're sending, what apps they're looking at, what pictures, so on and so forth. Bark, B-A-R-K, please. Do your children a favor. They'll hate you in the beginning, but they'll love you when they're older enough to understand that we are trying to protect them. So brothers and sisters, today Jesus talks about weeds and wheat. Weeds are bad. Wheat is not. A smartphone can be a type of wheat, which is a good thing, because it can be an incredibly productive tool. The amount of time we spend on it and the evil things we can do with it can make it a poisonous weed, a bad thing in our homes. And Satan is trying to destroy our families. We need to set limits and have accountability when it comes to the amount of time we're spending on our smartphones and what we're doing with our smartphones. Many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the most holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in your soul? A soul that has fallen asleep and has allowed the wheat the wheat of having a smartphone turn into a poisonous weed of nomophobia and therefore has not any time for Jesus in their household? Or will Jesus find a soul that is woke and has limits and accountability with their smartphone, therefore not allowing the poisonous weed of nomophobia destroy their lives and the lives of the people around them? Brothers and sisters, we have a very critical decision to make today. It's time for us to wake up because we have fallen asleep to this poisonous weed, seeking to destroy our family. So rather than clinging to this device, we cling to Jesus. Amen.